Brother McGahan, excuse me, sung a song like that. And it just really stuck with me that many times when people leave, you never see the back side of sin. You always see maybe the glamour side initially, but you don't see the results of sin. Amen. Well, let everybody get situated. Amen. Get our ensemble situated. And we'll get right into the word of the Lord. Got a few scriptures I want to read. Probably won't be too long tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord. And so I'll try to keep this mic up really close so you can hear me because I believe what I have to say in the Lord, I think you might want to know. Some of you I know you want to know. Amen. I'm going to be reading over in the book of Matthew, chapter number 21, verses 28 through 31. Matthew 21, 28 through 31. The word of the Lord says this, but what think ye? A certain man had two sons. And he came to the first and said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. And he answered and said, I will not. But afterwards, he repented or regretted it and went. And he came to the second and said, Likewise. And he answered and said, I go, sir, and went not. And then he asked a question. Whither of them twain did the will of his father? And they said unto him, The first. Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you that the publicans and the harlots go into the kingdom of God before you. You may be seated. Tonight, with the help and grace of God, I want to try to leave this thought with you. Just a simple thought. I've got an illustration. We're going to take more time with that probably than you want me to. But I think it's important we have some dominoes up here only because I think it will illustrate what God has given me. The title tonight or the theme is, I don't want to. Now, I know that's not proper English, and I'll hear about it from all you English folks. But hopefully you'll remember that. Have you ever thought or said or heard somebody say, I don't want to? I think you've probably said that many times if you're not. Remembering, I'll help you to other people in your life, children to parents, adults to pastor, and all of us at one time or another possibly to God. God, I don't want to. I don't want to. God, I love you, but I don't want to. And then there's times where we say, okay, I'm going to do it. And we don't do it. I'm going to change. I'm going to live for you, God. I'm going to do it. Oh, God, hey, hey, God, you got it. You got me. And then we don't do anything. And so Jesus was talking to some Pharisees and some religious people, and he gave them this parable, and they answered correctly. And can you imagine him looking at me and you and saying to us, listen, publicans and harlots are going to go to heaven before you. That would rock my world. That would get my attention. And don't say that will never happen because he's already said in another place, many will come to me in that day and say, Lord, Lord, have we not done all of these wonderful things in thy name? And he will say unto them, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity, I never knew you. Iniquity, untruth. It's important to do what God says to do. 
Let me say this to you. You never backslide alone. Never. You will never fall out of church alone. You will take somebody with you. You will affect somebody in a very negative way. The same is if you sell out to God, you will not sell out to God alone. You will have an influence on somebody's life. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to give you some scripture this evening. I don't want to. God preached. He's telling me to preach to you. I don't want to. You, you don't see how they're looking at me? Hey, preachers are just as guilty times in their life. They may say, God, I don't want to. I don't want to go witness that. I don't want to call that person. I don't want to talk to that person. I don't want to. Amen. Or, oh, yes, Lord, tomorrow I'll get her done. And you plumb forget about it. Let me, let, me, let me read this to you in Acts 11, 7 through 9. Evangelist, help me out. And I heard a voice saying unto me, Arise, Peter, slay and eat. Now, wait a minute. This was the apostle Peter. Yes. He was given the keys. He was the rock. Mm -hmm. And listen to what this man said to God that God spoke directly to. Arise, Peter, kill and eat. But I said... Not so, Lord. He said, I don't want to do it. <laughs> Amen. Basically, he said, I'm not doing it, Lord. Mm -hmm. I've never eaten anything unclean. Mm -hmm. Amen. Go ahead. For nothing common or unclean hath at any time entered into my mouth. But the voice answered me again from heaven. Woo! Lord. God doesn't give up, just like with Jonah. You might as well just go ahead and do the will of God like the first son. And y'all are freezing. Let me. Don't you get sleepy on me, though. Don't, don't, don't you do it. I'll come and preach right there by you. I thought you people liked it cold. You don't like it cold. I probably only have it about 74 in here. Any summer day, 74, you'd be going, man, this is a great day. Isn't it amazing? This is off my subject. I'm, I'm old. I can go on a rabbit trail. Isn't it amazing that in the summertime, 74 is great, but you take a wintertime. That just blows my mind. I mean, I don't understand that. It's 74. Whether it's summer or whether it's winter, it's 74. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, you have what? Do you have the sun? You don't have the sun in the winter? <laughs> well, maybe that's the same way when we're living with God, that maybe the sun is not shining the way we want him to shine. <laughs> so we're hot, and then we're lukewarm. You see, there's always a way God can bring it in. Is there any more scripture there? For the voice answered me again from heaven. What God hath cleansed. What God has cleansed. That call not thou common. Whoo! You better be careful what you say about that person. If God has forgiven them and cleansed them and set them free, you better understand they're a child of God. Amen. Do I have Amen. any more scripture there? Put it up there. 
And the Lord said unto him, Arise and go into the street. This is a different scripture. That's okay. We can handle okay. it. Go ahead. Arise and go into I've the I've been street. preaching a few years. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. I've been preaching, I don't know, a long time. I'm, I'm just, I'm after rabbits tonight. I guess I don't want to. I don't want to preach this to you, but I'm going to. I'm going to repent. I'm going to be like the first. I've been preaching a long time. I said I've been preaching a long time. Arise. So it don't matter what's going on in the service. I can adapt and overcome because I got the Holy Ghost. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord God of heaven. And the Lord said unto Ananias. Yes. Because Ananias saw or heard a voice, and Ananias was going to be used to go down to this scoundrel by the name of Saul who was killing Christians. Well, no, he didn't say that to God. He, he was a born-again Christian in this context. He was a Jew that was converted. He, he was somebody that was baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost. He was a tongue-talker. Oh, wait a minute, wait, he was a disciple. Evidently, he was a leader. Evidently, he was some type of pillar. And God said, listen, I want you to go down to the street called straight. Straight. Ooh, I like that word, don't you? Straight. You know what straight means, don't you? Yeah, okay. Uh, we, I don't know if we really know what it means. But straight and inquire in the house of Judas for what called Saul of Tarsus. For he prayeth. Now, listen, now, he hadn't got the Holy Ghost yet. He hadn't been baptized yet. And you know what? He's blind. Mm-hmm. He heard a voice. And the power of that voice and the light. Oh, here we go, Sister Thompson. The light, the light. She's not listening, but I'm going to get her attention. The light, the light. The, never mind. The light struck him down and blinded him. And now he's praying. Evidently, he wasn't praying till he got blind. He wasn't praying till he got struck down. Nowhere do you hear where he was praying about God. Is this what you want me to do? He just did it on his own. Amen. Nowhere in the scripture did he say, God, do you want me to go get these letters and kill all these people? Nowhere will you find that the apostle Paul sought God. Now that he is broken, now that he can't see, now that somebody's got to lead him around, now he begins to pray. And God... Taylor made Ananias. He said, listen, listen, listen. I got a guy in the house of Judas on the street called Straight in Tarsus. I want you to lick at his plate. Get over there. Mm-hmm. What did he say? And, he, and had seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him. Go ahead. So he might receive his sight. Let's get to what he said. Come on. Then Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard by many of this man. How much evil he hath done to this. You know what he was really saying? Lord, I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. Don't you know this man's evil? Don't you know this man could kill me? Don't you know this man? He had all these letters. Don't you know know this man? Mm -hmm. Every Christian knows this man. Mm -hmm. I don't want to. Mm -hmm. I don't want to. Be careful. I'm going to tell you it again. You don't backslide. You don't sin alone. You don't get indifferent alone. You will affect somebody in your house. You will affect somebody that knows you. You will have an influence. That's why, listen to me, parents, that's why your pastor instructs ministry to be so 
consistent and you think it's too hard. What we're trying to do is to be sure that some of our older adults and older boys that really doesn't really understand how to act, that we keep that influence away from them. That's what we're trying to do. We ought to be praised for it and not fussed at because I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to follow somebody. I said you're going to follow somebody. And the person you're following, they have followed somebody. Let me say this again. Your stinking thinking will not just keep to yourself. Just like good thinking won't stay to yourself either. Are you following me? Quit saying I don't want to. Or if you're saying it, repent. I got any more scripture? Let's bring up scripture. I like scripture. And here he has authority from the chief priest to bind all that call on thy name. What was he really saying? Can I just, can I just be me? Now, this is God talking to him. Now, who has more authority than God? Nobody. He should have known that. He should have known that. But he's saying to God, listen, this man's got authority. This man's got authority. To bind them that call on you. He should have said, God, that's what you want me to do. It don't matter who this man is. It don't matter how much authority he's got. I'm going to go down there to a street called Straight in the house of Judas uh, in the city of Tarsus. And I'm going to lay my hands on him. And I'm going to say, Brother Saul, receive thy sight. Oh, hallelujah. Finally. Ananias repented. Finally, Peter repented. And because of their repentance, uh, they were used mightily in the Lord. Where would Saul be without somebody being obedient? Where would Saul be? He would not have been called. He would not have fulfilled the mission. But Ananias was used. You never hear of Ananias again. And he went down. I don't know how he laid his hands. Let me pick on somebody. I don't know. I don't know if it was one of these numbers like this or one of these numbers. I don't know. So that gives me freedom. I can lay hands on this like this or I can go, hope I didn't hurt you, bro. He's got a headache now. It all depends on the individual. It all depends on the individual. Amen. Okay, y'all didn't like that, but you tell me where it says how he laid hands on him. So when God instructs a minister to lay hands, he's going to do it the way God tells him to do it. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm going off along these rabbit trails, but that's good. That's good. Amen. Praise the Lord. You ain't rabbit, rabbit, rabbit. I don't eat it anymore because I like chicken better. Don't tell me it tastes like chicken. It does not taste like chicken. Everything in the world doesn't taste like chicken. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's go on. Do we have another verse or is that it on that one? And immediately there fell from his eyes. No, no. A what? And immediately there fell from his eyes. It's amazing to me that if you would stop saying, I don't want to and stick to that. And start doing what God tells you to do. A lot of things would happen for you immediately. It's Sunday night. For many of you, I won't see you again until Wednesday. I'll be thinking about you and praying for you, though. 
Amen. Praise the Lord. Matthew 5, 14. Listen to what Jesus is saying. Matthew 5. Let them alone. Leave them alone. They be bind, blind. Blind. Blind evangelist. I'm sorry. I, I, that's okay. Let me, let me, I may have to lay hands on here. Okay. I mean, it's one of those services tonight. Let's just be real, okay? Okay. In the name of Jesus, if you need some new glasses, you need to go get them. <laughs> well, you need to get adjusted to it. We need to do something. <laughs> no, I won't do it. <laughs> Can we read this like it says it? Now, I'm the only one that gets tongue talk. You are an English yeah. scholar. Well, praise the Lord. <laughs> Can we try it again? Let them alone. <laughs> Let them alone. They be blind leaders of the blind. Blind leaders of the blind. Didn't say they weren't leaders. Wow. I said it didn't say they weren't leaders. Blind leaders. But they're blind. Mm -hmm. They don't know which way they're really going. Amen. And others will follow them quicker than anything. And guess what happens to them? And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. Both are going to fall in the ditch. Mm -hmm. Hey, honey, God pulled me out of the ditch. I don't want to get back in the ditch. I want my eye. That's why the apostle Paul had to cut. He had to have somebody come and lay hands on him and knock those scales off so that he could see how to lead others. Amen, amen. And I'm feeling good. Maybe I should go off on rabbit trails more often. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. What's my next scripture? Let's just bring it up. You see them right there. I know. Yeah, let's just bring them up. Woe unto you, scribes woe and Pharisees. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees. Whoa, 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 whoa. You know what a scribe is? A scribe is somebody that every single day of their life, they do nothing but write the word of God. That's all they do. And if they mess up, they tear it up and have to do it all again. So if anybody should know the word of God, it's the scribes. They're in it every day of their life. That's all they do. That's all they do. You try to write the Old Testament, because that's all that was right. You try to write the Old Testament verbatim, without a mistake. They didn't have whiteout. And if you make a mistake, you got to tear it up and start all over again. Because if you make a mistake, you cannot keep that transcript. You cannot keep that roll. It violates everything. Because God's word can never be messed up. So he said unto those that should know his word, woe unto you, scribes. And Pharisees. Pharisees, you hypocrites. Hypocrites. For ye compass sea and land to make one proselyte. They were soul winners. Uh-oh, I'm getting, hey, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. you never heard it this way. They were soul winners in their mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, their group grew. Man, they went everywhere, and they compelled people to become, uh, oh, uh, my, the one God believers. They compelled them, uh, hey, come on and be a Pharisee. Wow. Some of them said, no, I'm going to be a Sadducee. Some of them said, no, I'm going to be in a scene. But the point is, uh, they were soul winners. Uh, they went out and gathered them together. Do you understand? Just because you're a soul winner doesn't mean you're in the truth. Just because you're compelling people to come into the church doesn't mean they're coming into the right church. Let me tell you something. Growth doesn't 
indicate that everything is hunky-dory. What indicates everything is right is it. You're in the Word of God. You shall know them by their fruits. Are you preaching what the Word of God says? Can you back it up with the Word? It has nothing to do with how big the church is. It has nothing to do with how many you're baptizing. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with truth. Amen. They were soul winners. Maybe you never thought about it like that. Is that not what he says? Yes. Jesus cannot lie. He says you can pass sea and land to make one. Proselyte. Is proselyte somebody coming into the church? Yes. What does proselyte mean? They took them out of something else. Right. Right. So... <laughs> Basically, that's what we're doing in a sense. We're going out proselyting. Not somebody in the truth to bring them over here, but whatever they're in, we want them out. Amen. Oh, yeah, man, I'm giving you some good stuff tonight. And when yeah. he is made, uh -huh. ye make him twofold more the child of hell than yourselves. Can you imagine hearing that from the Lord to you? Say, what are you doing? You're just making them a child of hell. I don't think it set well with them. You think it set well with them? Just like some of my messages don't set well with you. But they're truth anyhow. And it's because I love you. It's because I care about you. I'm going to preach the truth and I'm going to preach it with everything that's within me. I'm going to give it everything that I've got. As long as there's one ounce of breath in me, I'm going to preach like there is no tomorrow because I'm not guaranteed tomorrow. And when I give up the ghost, I've got to give an account of what I've done. And I can't get up there and make excuses. He's going to open a book. Either I'm there or I'm not there. Amen. 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 Enter ye. In at the straight gate. What kind of gate? Straight gate. What kind of gate? Straight gate. Straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad wide, is the way. Wide. Everybody's going that way, Pastor. Can't we go that way? Everybody's doing it. Can't we go that way? I'm not getting on the wide path. I'm going to tell you that right now. Amen. I'm not getting there. I'm sorry. Just because they're doing it don't make it right. Amen. I didn't say necessarily it was wrong. It depends on how wide it is. But just because everybody else in the church is doing things and looking a certain way and acting a certain way and, and saying, hey, I'm okay. Hey, I, we're still growing. Hey, we're still bringing in people. Hey, we're still seeing people. Hey, what did the Word say? You better be careful that they're born again the Bible way. You better be careful that when they are born again, they're really born again. Amen. That leadeth to destruction. No, it, it leads where? To destruction. Wow. And many there be which go in thereat. Okay, now, Sweet Pea, you don't want to hear this, but I'm going to tell you there this anyway. He's not talking about the world. He's talking about the religious people. Amen. And if you're not careful, it could be you. Amen. If I'm not careful, it could be me. Amen. Amen. Because straight is the gate. And narrow is the way. And narrow is the way. Which leadeth unto life. And few there be that find and When he it. says few, he doesn't mean three or four or five. He means a percentage. Mm -hmm. I want to be in the remnant. Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm, I, I made up my mind I'm going to be in the remnant. Amen. Even if I don't, you know, do everything that I want to do and I have a tendency, I don't want to. I'm going to be sure I repent quickly. Amen. I don't want to. I won't be listening to you. Next time I ask you to do something or actually come up to work or whatever, and, you know, I'm going to listen to you. You know, I'm going to discern. You better be careful what you say. I'm going to discern. You may not say it, but I, I may, ooh, it sounded like you said I don't want to. I'm looking for you to repent and be there. 
Okay. Whew, hallelujah. Man, I've done work up a sweat, and I thought this was going to be a, a, a short message, and it is because I'm just about through. Now we're going to get to this. Beware of false prophets, uh-huh. which come to you in sheep's clothing. They come to you looking really good, look like they're a Christian. Man, they got to talk. They got to walk. They got everything. They got it down. But inwardly, they but are in their inwardly heart, in their heart, in their heart. They are ravening wolves in sheep's clothing. Wow. 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 Go ahead. I think there's some more there. Is that it? Okay. That's all I need. Now, you see these, can anybody see these dominoes? Can you, can you see them? Because it's important that you see them. All right? Good. It's important that you see them. Now, this one right here in the middle is you. All right? It's blank. You got how many directions here? Four directions. What does it look like to you? That's right, cross. Cross has four directions. Up, left, right, down. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm, I'm going up. I'm not going left. I'm not going right. And I don't want to go down. So, you're struggling with something in your life, something that's got you bound, something you don't want to do. That's why most people don't tie because they don't want to. I got to go back to this. I got to go back to this. I said it this morning. I I, I don't know if this is a rabbit trail, but I got to say it again. I was shocked out of my mind when I went in and got a soda, and I just happened to see some cigarettes right behind the counter. I could not believe they were $7 a pack. I could get me a happy meal for that and get a prize. $7 a pack for what? Cancer? Emphysema? COPD? Who? So, you're right here. You got four directions in life. That's all you got. I'm sorry. You're not going to be able to stay there. You got four directions. Four directions. All right? Let's say you decide, well, I love God, but I'm just not, I just, I don't want to do everything that the Bible says. So, so you go to the right. You knock somebody else that's weaker than you. Right off to hell. Mm. But let's say you repented. Won't help that guy at all. Your actions affect others for an eternity. Poor little soul. It's got a one on it. Who are you? You wanted to be saved. You wanted somebody to lead you. 
You wanted somebody to go straight and narrow. But every time the pastor preached and teached on separation and living and this and that, you begin to hear them say, well, you don't have to really do it. Nah, we not. We, and the next thing you know, you go to the right and it knocks them to hell. You're still alive when they've died. Lost. Your direction is vital. There is no left or right with God. It's straight up. Oh, it's getting quiet. Who, without knowing, who, without knowing, because of your lack of commitment, is on the road to hell? Because of your pride and your stubbornness, and you're unwilling to forgive. And you're unwilling to give mercy. Even though they may not deserve it in your mind, neither do you. How many have you put on the road to hell? And you're alive. See, you can still repent. And I hope you do. Because there's nothing you can do about the people that are dead. I heard somebody say, well, I haven't done that. Are you that arrogant that you think that nothing that you have done in rebellion, nothing that you have done in stubbornness, nothing that you have done in your carnality has not affected a young person, that has not affected a child, that has not affected somebody that was struggling? And they walk out because they saw the real you? Be careful when you tell God, I don't want to. I'm leading up to a message Sunday morning if God lets me. I've been preaching several messages of lifestyle. It is time we get it together. It is time we stop throwing pity parties. It is time we stop feeling sorry for ourselves. It is time that we understand that we are the children of the Most High God. We are the soldiers of the Lord. It's time to buckle up, seal it up, and start living the way we're supposed to. Jesus is coming in the sky. He is not coming from the ground. He is not coming from the right. He is not coming from the left. He is coming from up above. When he left, he went down and then what? Up. Affect somebody. Let me tell you something. When a child of God sees you smoking or drinking or cussing or doing things you're not supposed to do, you have just put another nail in their coffin. I'm going to tell these young boys that are in school, don't you be looking at these other teenage boys and young adults that are not living for God. You're going to make the worst mistake in your life. You need to start looking at adults that are sold out. If nothing else, look at me. I said, if nothing else, look at me. And you follow me as I follow Christ. I'm going to tell you right. I'm going to preach it. I'm going to tell it like it is. We got too many people that are coming here that are playing church and it's affecting people. And when they get 18, they leave. Don't think they can't die. We just heard of somebody 
that used to sit right in this presence that wasn't even supposed to come to our church. But God drew him, and he fell in love with everything. You know what he said? And we knew it when he said it. Bless his heart. We knew it. He didn't say in Jesus' name. He said, I can't believe anybody would leave this church. Be careful what you say. If you say something, you better preface it in the name of Jesus. The Apostle Paul said, I'll never deny you. Excuse me, Peter. And he did it. This is you. And when the dominoes fall, it's going to fall in the direction that you are pushing it. The Bible says, as the tree falleth there, it shall lie. Which way are you going? Which way are you going? Come on, parents. Get a hold of your children. Come on, adults. Get real. None of us are perfect. I'm not perfect. I struggle. But I know one thing. If I get out of this race, if I go to the left or right, then it is no hope for me. And how many will I affect? My wife, my daughter, my grandchildren, you. God forbid in the name of Jesus, if I was to backslide, what would happen to you? You think nothing, others that are not here and those that may be contemplating it. You think nothing that if you backslide, oh, I'm not going to affect anybody. You are fooling yourself. You affect us all because we need you here. You're part of our body. And when you walk out, you affect us. So why not get it together? Why not come when there's prayer? Why not get a hold of God when there's worship? Why not respond to the preaching? Why not come to the altar and pray and repent? So your direction can affect people to the anointing. It's better than good because the way you worship, you affect others to worship. The way you respond, others are going to respond. Visitors will begin to respond. We got visitors that respond with tears more than the church of the living God. My daughter, quickly come. I'm through preaching. Hopefully I did this in less than 40 minutes. But really it doesn't matter. Which domino are you? Which domino are you? If God tarries and allows some of you life, you're going to attend funerals of people that used to sit on these pews and chairs. And people are going to say something grand at their funeral and say, oh my, they were good and they made it and so forth. Hey, not everybody, not every obituary that puts people in heaven, they're not going to heaven. I'm telling you right now, you better listen to me. If you live any length of time, you're going to attend a funeral of a loved one that you could have witnessed to. A loved one that you could have lived it in front of. A loved one that you could have made a difference in their life. And you're going to attend funerals of those of your peers 
And you're going to say, why didn't I? I had a chance. I knew this. Why didn't I? Why didn't I at least invite him? Why didn't I invite her? Why did I have to go and do what they did? Why did I have to say and look what they looked at? Why did I have to listen to what they listened to? To give them a stamp of approval that I'm no different than they are. What domino are you? When's the last time you won a soul? Have you ever won a soul? When's the last time you made it to this altar and poured your heart out to God? One thing that you have control of, and that is your direction. You can listen and take heart and respond, or you can tune me off and say, I am just a loud preacher. Well, I'm in a good company because I believe John the Baptist was loud. I believe the Apostle Peter must have been somehow loud. The noise went out and 3,000 were saved. That was a crowd. He sure couldn't have whispered it. Men and brethren, what should we do to be saved? Hey, he must have hollered. Some of you have taken church attendance so lax. How many dominoes have you affected in your family and people that know you and they're going in the wrong direction? Did you see that? All of them are down. It's amazing to me, it's still a cross, that every single one of them had the same opportunity to go up. Every one of those dominoes could have went towards the cross instead of away from it. How many types of hearts are they? How many directions? What are you going to do, sweet pea? Isn't it time to reconnect? Isn't it time to get serious again? Isn't it time to buckle down? Isn't it really time for some of you to repent? And go and do the will of God your Father. Sing, daughter. The Lord bless you. So good to see you all tonight. Amen. Prayer tomorrow night, 7. Tuesday night, 7. Thursday at 7. Friday at 7. But